trailer for a trailer, which is my least favorite thing in the world, but what The Matrix is doing is just... Uh, it's art. I'm in love with it. All right, get that all, all up in your business. All right. Could you could you make some more noises? Boogity 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 boogity. All right, looking good. All right, Dad. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Fresh off a conversation with uh, my uncle. Fabulous. Uh, how are you feeling after that talk? Um, disappointed. Yeah. No, I know the feeling. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm uh, just no. I'm there's no, doc- there's I, no point to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Anyway, no. this week. <laughs> This week, well, surprised after, and after, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, you know what's really sad? I'm not surprised. Mm. Um, so, uh, the past two weeks, we watched a couple of James Bond movies. Yes. Uh, you Only Live Twice, uh, from 1967, and Skyfall from 2012. This week, we watched the 1966 spy fi comedy. Yes. Our Man It was Flint. not a comedy. It was, it was Stone Cold Serious. Stone Cold Serious. Sure, sure. Let's run off of that. Uh, what did you think? Great. Dad? It was a lot of fun. Well, oh my God. it was. It was kind of certainly dated. Um, I mean, yeah, it's um, 1960s filmmaking, yeah. so. and it was, did have some hokey stuff. But I mean, um, it was it was like I think I told you uh, yesterday. Uh, it was like uh, James Bond on steroids. Yeah. So it, the way I've been thinking of it, cause, I mean, it's been 20 years since I've seen the movies. Um, but it's Austin Powers before Austin Powers. Yes. <clears throat> it, it's And what's crazy about this is this is kind of a great take on the whole Bond mythology. But this movie came out in 1966, and I'm pretty sure there was only like three Bond movies. <laughs> three right. Or four. Let me double check on that. Well, at that time, though, I mean, <clears throat> were sequels really a thing, you know, to a lot I of... I mean, it, Well, yes you know what? No. You know what? I mean, they had like uh, 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 Cros- Crosby and Hope and Abbott and Costello, those yeah, kinds of... Yeah, so... But they weren't, they weren't one... Se- they were just different stories each time. Okay, so the only Bond movies that had come out so far had been Dr. No in 62, From Russia with Love, 63, Goldfinger, 64, and Thunderball, 65. So they were just on a roll. They, Yeah, they uh, were really hammering. Uh, and they skipped 66. So this was effectively the movie, that the Bond movie. Yes, the Bond movie. And what's really funny out. about it is like... So Derek Flint, the main guy, played by James Coburn, he's set up to be the ultimate spy. Yes. To the point where they keep making references to Triple O Eight. Yes. Who has a cameo of some of sorts uh, about halfway through the movie, and from the way they're speaking, you realize, oh, that's actually James Bond. James Bond, yeah. And Derek Flint literally punches him out of the movie. Yes. So. This is like, apparently, uh, Derek Flint is the guy you call when James Bond is out of commission. Exactly. Yeah. So, <clears throat> if you need, <clears throat> if you really, really need somebody to fix it, <laughs> you call Derek Flint. Yes. Yeah. So, like, did you have, like, a favorite element of uh, Our Man Flint? Uh, just, <clears throat> uh, no matter what you would imagine Bond would have, Flint had it ten times over. His his oh, yeah. his gadgets, his his code book. Uh, one thing that was really annoying was the <laughs> was the the coded speak. He would oh, just my he would God, just rip yeah. off 
a series of numbers, 46, 23, I did notice 97, they, I did notice 88. he kept working 69. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. I'm shocked you didn't get 420 in there. Yeah. Either. Well, it wasn't a thing then. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, it, it th- that was annoying. But no matter what you could imagine Bond having, uh, Derek Flint had it well over. Yeah, it becomes like the Bond movies, especially during the uh, Roger Moore era, become like self-parody because Bond seems to know everything. Right. I forget which Roger Moore movie it is, but he like wanders into M's office and uh, makes an offhand comment about a butterfly that M has pinned to like a, a board or something. And he names it with its Latin name, and uh, uh, M is just like, I didn't know you were so keen on lepidoptery. So it's just <laughs> like, it's, he's an expert on all well, fields. Yeah. But Derek Flint is the logical end point of that kind of character well, he, yeah, that he, knows everything, that does everything. Didn't he wrap off some, like crazy obscure knowledge or something uh, oh my god he yeah. was doing it constantly yeah. like the main clue they go off of is a poison dart that hits his boss uh cramden this yes. this guy with a great like cop mustache and a bow tie yes poison dart hits him and the toxicology report comes back with like traces of like parmesan and garlic and like a couple of other things and some and, other spices yeah, yeah and some other spices and flint is just like ah oh, the ingredients in boyabase if they're yes. at a certain if if the the percentages of each thing are at a certain level we can narrow it down to what was it it wasn't milan it was um Marseille, Mar- Marseille, Marseille, and then France, he, yeah, th- and then there's just a uh, a montage of him going all over Marseille, <laughs> sampling the bouillabaisse yes. from from every restaurant until he finds the. Yeah, and some, all it takes is one sip. Some and some he didn't even taste. Yeah, he looked at it. I guess he smelled it and yep. just nope, walked away. Nope. Yep. But as soon as he tastes the bouillabaisse in the yeah. in the final bar, he's like, aha, aha, and he begins looking around for suspicious characters and i did want to mention because it's a relatively minor part the one bald henchman it's like if they rolled all of the bond villains into one he was bald he had a monocle he had a scar i don't think he had a cat but like he had a lot going Mm, on no nobody had a cat yeah but uh well that came later i think the cat was introduced literally the next year and you only live twice so bummer we could have had a cat bit of a shame we missed that maybe we would have had a dog i bet there's a cat uh for the villain in the next movie yes oh um (laughs) in like flint in like flint yeah um but that 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 uh uh uh, henchman is the character's name is Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, who is the main villain played by uh, Alan Rickman in Die Hard. Okay, so they say Hans Gruber, and I'm just like, wait a minute, what's happening? Because <laughs> the name Hans Gruber means very one specific thing to me, uh, and that is Alan Rickman falling <coughs> from the uh, the tower at the end of uh-huh. Die Hard. But, okay, so, like, did you have, like, a favorite part of this movie? Because this whole movie was bonkers. Uh, it, I, I I don't understand how, well, of course it was a movie. I mean, it was a parody. But, right, yeah. Um, the four, the five women, I was going to call them girls, but the five women oh my God. that just waited on him and did things and were, like, a, his attendants, uh, and they were all 
equally happy to oh share him and he he he, so, would, he would dance with each one for a minute or two and yeah, make sure he danced with every with everybody like before you proper well you meet him as he's in the middle of like some sort of a karate thing yeah and like the whole build-up to this guy is insane the entire opening sequence of the movie is um, a bunch of people working for the spy organization Zowie. <laughs> Zowie. I'm gonna have to pull up that uh, acronym because it's too good. Um, uh, uh, they use the computer to give us the results of the perfect man for this mission, and every single one comes back with Derek Flint. Derek so Flint. he's <clears throat> like, they even mentioned, what about Triple O Eight? He's out with uh, narcotics issues. Yes. So Derek Flint is the man. Well, and and it's a it's a punch card computer. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the computer's the size of a building. <laughs> it looked like the interior of a TARDIS. Like yeah. it had a okay. hexagonal yeah. control board to it. It was weird. The organization Zowie uh, is an acronym for Zonal Organization World Intelligence Espionage. Because that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing as Spectre. So, yes. like, what do you want? Uh, I'm. You know what? Unrelated. Not sure if we're going to get to Spectre anytime soon. Okay. Inspector from 2015. They never say what Spectre stands for. Wow, really? And it's a little, it's a little depressing. And I got to pull that up again. Spectre acronym. Oh, please give it to me, Google. Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. Oh, my God. Okay, so Spectre is a cooler name. Yes. A way worse acronym. Yes. Oh, my God. So Special is but, SP and... Uh, yeah, yeah, just, but but Zowie, really? Zowie. <clears throat> but, like, you're built up to this, and then you see him training, and he's kicking everybody's ass. Yes. And then you, like, the head of the organization comes to try and recruit him uh, unsuccessfully the first time, and you meet, I want to say, yeah, each of his four... They're not wives, live-in girlfriends, uh, uh, yeah, respectively. Uh, <clears throat> I, attendants. Yeah. I don't know what they are. Secretaries, attendants. I, it, nowadays, uh, I think the nomenclature is uh, polycule. So it's five people in a relationship okay. together. I don't think that was too much of a thing in the 60s, even with all the free love stuff going on. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, <laughs> if, Bond, if Bond could go through one or two or three uh girlfriends yeah. in a movie uh of course flint is going to have five yeah to start with well he has four and then the bad Maybe. one the yeah the bad one it turns comes turns, over yeah, turns, yeah. Turn, comes over to his oh side my god so yeah. then he's got five girlfriends which so like, outdoes whatever it is he <laughs> outdoes bond he outdoes bond yes. in every way like bond has a whole bunch of different gadgets uh, Flint has like a cigarette lighter and a watch. Yes, and they do everything. 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 You name it's it. got a radio. It's got a plasma cutter. Yes. It's got. It's. it's he melts through the steel beams of a safe yes. with his cigarette lighter. Yes. That he is trapped inside of, and it, it's psychotic. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> but the one of the things that I did think was really interesting. So what kicks off the entire plot of the movie, the first like minute and a half or so of the movie itself is a bunch of stock footage of natural disasters. So uh, floods, yeah. hurricanes, volcanoes. Yes. Uh, you finally see a couple of the villains 
uh, using a machine to blow up a dam. Yes. And you get this fantastic shot of Big this flood. model village being washed away. It's no, gorgeous. And model not in, in the idea that it's a perfect village. No, model no, no, no. in that a it's a tiny. Ti- it's a plastic model. Yeah. Yes. But it, it like I as soon as the shot started, I got really hopeful and we saw all of the little huts get washed yep, away. It all was washed away. Yeah. Ah, they don't do it like that anymore. It's a bit of a shame. Um and apparent the so the horrifying inclement weather and sudden rise of natural disasters and they even mention how the polar ice caps have increased in temperature yes and i'm like that's just today yeah that was last week we had like we broke the number of herrick uh, uh tornado records in pennsylvania by a wide margin last week so it was like uh 50 60 years yeah you know and it's yeah. now actually a thing yeah so yeah. like we need Derek flint now yes. oh no yes. <laughs> yes and they're controlling so they're they're, they're Controlling the weather. They're so controlling of course- the weather via a deep core drilling device, and they can somehow create tornadoes with a drill. Yeah, well, wait. Now, because I remember saying, uh, because science. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the drill yeah. is doing something, and yes, we're <laughs> using the drill, and we're controlling the weather. Yeah, it's and some it's like, great sci-fi no, hand waving. No, no link to any reality, but... There it is. It's yep. Yeah, that yep. must. That We've must said it, it. It must be fact. Yes. And I'd also like to point out that after that opening sequence of like three, four minutes of of stock footage, bad weather, um, weather is fine for the rest of the movie. Yes, that's it's true. just fine. Yeah. There's no earthquakes. Yeah. There's the sun in the no, sky. Yeah. No. No. The volcanoes. last act is on a gorgeous island in yes. the Mediterranean, yes. where it's just almost entirely populated by. Uh, women in bikinis and henchmen. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Women in bikinis. <laughs> they have. They had a oh lot God. of women, and whenever there was a woman, she had a bikini on. Oh God. And all the men just had shorts and t-shirts or or suits or they, something. They had a conditioning room where the women were being hypnotized into being pleasure pleasure units. units. Oh my God. Sorry, ladies. And so there's that. So all of the ladies on this island are apparently hypnotized against their will. But on top of that, of course, all that needs to happen for uh, uh, his wives, question mark, to fall out of this trance is for him to come up to them and say, you are not a pleasure bot. Yes. It's, it's me. Yes. You they, are not a pleasure bot. And suddenly, all better. They would they would uh, uh, condition them or whatever or program them over hours and hours and hours with this funny little kaleidoscope uh, spinning oh wheel. God. And then all he had to do was whisper in their ear, you are not a pleasure unit, and they would come back out, oh of, it, out of it, and then they would be okay. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I was thinking, I don't think Bond ever did that. No. In On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the one that Sean Connery wasn't in, 1969, there is an extended sequence, a plot by Blofeld, to, 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 uh, under the guise of trying to cure them of their food allergies, Blofeld hypnotizes women to be sleeper cell agents to plant in governments all over the world. And it is somehow worse than in this movie, where the women are just being 
control to be pleasure bots. Because in that one, each of the different women are of a different ethnicity or culture of background, and each of them is eating a food that directly plays into the stereotypes okay. of, like, the Asian woman is eating rice, the black woman is eating bananas. <laughs> I, it just, what, what, what? Oh, no, wait, was it fried chicken or bananas? I honestly can't remember, but it was something racist. Could have been watermelon. It was, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of choices with yeah. some of these, unfortunately, but it's just like they were all racist, regardless of what the actual thing was. But that was two years after this movie. Unbelievable. It's just like, don't learn. The Bond movies will never learn from their mistakes. Well, that, but, okay, it. It was a different time in the 60s. No, I it know. It was I'm a different just time. Saying, Not like, that it was acceptable, but it w well, it was publicly acceptable at that time. This was a comedy according to fun the the uh, white privileged uh, society. Right. But my point is that regardless of of all that, that's a whole other bucket of fish. My point is that Our Man Flint came out three years earlier and was a comedy, and three years later they do the serious version, yes. but make it. R not just sexist, but also yes, racist. racist. So it's yes. like, ah, that's not enough for us. We need to add on a yes. little. It just buck wild. Yes. Um, oh my god. I also did get curious. So our man Flint had a budget of I saw it a second ago, three point five million. Wow. Uh you only Pocket live change. Yeah. You only live twice. Uh uh the next year, uh by contrast, had a budget of nine uh, nine point five million and a budget of forty three. It's Well they have more Oh yeah, no, sorry, yeah. Uh, a budget of nine million, uh, nine point five million, and Skyfall. Dad, what's what do you think the budget for Skyfall in twenty twelve was? Uh, Inflation obviously applies. Uh, eighty million. Two hundred oh, million dollars. Do you do you really want to get upset about how much movies cost these days? Hang on. Well, they had like real helicopters. <clears throat> I mean, they and not blow the up plastic all. one. They they blow up a whole lot in Skyfall. Oh, too, that's so, oh wait, yeah. was that the one that had the little plastic helicopter that kept? No, no, no. That's you only live twice. That's so okay. That's nine yeah, yeah, million yeah. dollars. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that was the nine million. So, so oh oh boy. All right, I'm gonna give you two numbers uh, that is that are just insane to me. So, what do you think the budget for Avengers Endgame was? The great big long movie, you remember. Uh, uh, 150 million. 356 oh, wow. million dollars. Wow. And it made, I remember this very distinctly, but uh, in just US and Canada opening weekend, it made 357 wow. million. Now, I remember this very distinctly because I care more for the worldwide than I do yeah. the just domestic. Worldwide, it made. One point, I want to say one point five billion dollars. Wow. It made over a billion dollars opening weekend wow. alone. So, like, oh my god, <laughs> movies cost a lot these days, and I miss it when they only cost like Matrix was sixty million dollars. The Matrix was incredible. Just do more of that. Yeah. Just do, just do that. Take sixty million dollars, make some neat stuff. Why do you need $350 million? Why? Well, yeah. Why? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you can spend whatever you want as long as you, you if you're, I mean, it's if an you investment, back, you're going to yeah. make it back, yeah. If you, if you get it back, like, uh, it's uh, Blank Check talk about, talks about this a lot, but I am Night Shyamalan, 
M. Night Shyamalan, when he started using bigger budgets, his movie made less and less money. So nowadays, I want to say his past four or five movies have all cost under $10 million. And in order to finance them, he's refinanced his house. Oh, great. And they've all been hits, so it works out great for him. But for him, he needs that fear okay. of like having something on the line besides just the studio's money. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. It works for him. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? Or, uh... Interesting character. Um, he, uh... I mean, he, uh, um... Um, play... I, what was his name? The the main guy, um... Derek Flint, James Co- Coburn. Co- James Coburn, yeah. James Coburn. <clears throat> yeah. Um... He was in the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, he's really yeah he was part of that '60s group, yeah. you know, the macho guys and stuff. But he yeah, was yeah, more yeah. of the clever, slick kind of guy, not the big, uh, like not not the Telly Savalas type right, or something. Yeah. But, um, oh, but he played he played escape, played the part played the part well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was certainly uh, you know the ladies' man, uh, but uh, and whatever they do in Bond, you know, uh, quadruple it or more, and that's. That's our, our man, Flint. <laughs> Fantastic. So I think we've already kind of decided on next week's movie. I forget now what was. Uh, well, we've been trying to get mom to watch a movie with us for ages. Yes. And she just outright dismisses Bond. Yes, uh, for some so, reason. So we that, wanted to take They're a at least a, entertaining. I find them uh, to be, depending on, you know, they're a fun time capsule. Yeah. You know, uh, they're, they're at their best. They're not boring. There yeah. are a couple of boring ones. They're entertaining. I don't watch the boring ones. Yeah. I watch the stupid fun ones. Yeah, they're entertaining. Or Citizen, uh, sorry, Casino Royale. Citizen Royale. Okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we're going to try and get mom back on our team and uh, to watch uh, the movie with us next week, which was the original Men in Black. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, she'll watch that. Oh, my God. I absolutely love that movie. It's been forever since I've yes, seen it. Yes, good point, good point. Yeah, Edgar. Oh, my Edgar. God, give me sugar. <laughs> Your skin is falling off your bones, Edgar. <laughs> is that better? Oh, yeah. So come up with your favorite line from yeah. MIB. You can tweet at me at HD Lickner uh, or uh, Instagram at me. And we'll share them. Muscle Nerds. Yeah, we'll, we'll share, share them. On, we'll read them off. Yes. If you, <coughs> and we'll, tell put, you what, we'll put your name in there and embarrass you. Tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. If you email me at musclenerdstudios at gmail.com, a sound file of you doing an impression Perfect. of Edgar, I Perfect. will play it on the show. Yes. This is for our uh, uh, Baker's Dozens of Listeners. Nice. We'll see, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But those are my social medias in the meantime. Thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our, uh, uh, oh my God. Music. 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 Wow. I've had a day. Sorry. Uh, uh, Sean Monahan for our music. Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our artwork. Dad, take us away. Uh, it's September. The weather's mellowing. It's beautiful. But uh, the COVID virus is still kicking butt. Uh, don't be stupid. Be a smarty. Get your vaccine. Uh, and don't start a COVID party. Um, be good to each other, please. Um, the, the nation needs you because the nation's falling apart. Yeah.